Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. I just had the most amazing conversation with my good friend, mentor, Aunt Paula. That's what I call her. And I think you are really, really going to enjoy this podcast episode. We literally talked about everything from winning million dollar federal contracts to homeschooling to our responses to economic injustice. I mean, you name it, we talked about it. So welcome to part one of an incredible podcast with my special guest, Paula Watts. All of her information is available in the show description. And I can't wait to hear your feedback about this one. Well, hello there and welcome. It's Serena Moore Thomas here with a wonderful guest and friend and mentor. I affectionately call her Aunt Paula, and it is um, none other than Miss Paula Watts that is joining me today. And I hope you have on your seat belt because I believe that you're going to get quite a bit of information today that will uh, challenge you to come up a couple levels. Um, Aunt Paula is in the room. Hello. How are you? Hi, hi, baby girl. And you are baby girl. Always will be baby girl to me. That's how that goes. That's how that goes. And listen, the podcast to, to all the listeners, right? You guys hear me talk about things like the importance of building relationships and, you know, um, that, that kind of thing. Cause it's, it's, it's the key really to your success, building relationships, having a good name, having good mentors. And here's the, the, the caveats that do what the mentors tell you to do. And then that makes the relationship just work. Okay. And so I must tell you about Miss Paula, although, you know, she's going to give you a little bit, but I, I have to tell you, I met Paula Watts uh, long ago. Now almost, well, I got to think about it in terms of these babies. So mm-hmm. more than 10, yeah, a lot more than 10 years ago, probably 12, 13, 14, yeah, <laughs> 14, yeah, something yeah. like that. It's been that, that long. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I met her long ago at the SBA, the Small Business Administration um, here in Philadelphia. And I kind of met her by mistake. I was at the, at the SBA being feisty Serena. Uh, frustrated with resources available to me because I felt like people needed to give me more and I was getting very very upset and this this beautiful brown woman came out of an office and said come 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 here and (laughs) pulled me into a little conference room and talked and that was life-changing pivotal moment 
it was the first time that I had actually met someone at the SBA office who understood the the struggle of small business ownership and understood um, how to, you know, how, how to give advice that that was like relevant, right? It was finally someone who wasn't just pointing me to a bunch of websites and one piece of paper after another. Um, but she started to really, really um, understand my business and what we were trying to do. Long story short, Miss Paula has been an amazing supporter of mine throughout all of these years. Um, we, we were 8A certified. She was my specialist. I mean, I've won multiple contracts, sole source 8A contracts under Miss Paula's direction and instruction. And I just, I love her dearly. And I, I really am honored to have her here to share with you guys. How's that for an introduction? Ms. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I am humble. As I say, we're all servants here. So I was there doing my servitude, as you would say. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so if you could just give, um, give our listeners a little bit more into like how you even got there um, to SBA, because you are a pretty uh, incredible entrepreneur, small business owner, um, maverick trailblazer yourself. So uh, Please tell us, how did, how did you arrive at the SBA? Hey, it, it's been quite a journey, and I'm going to date myself a little bit. But I'm originally from North Carolina, and after college, um, my first job was up in D.C. with a company who was a part of the 8A program. Are your listeners familiar with that program, Serena? You, probably not. Okay, this is a program for minority-owned businesses, and it allows you to go to any federal agency, and they can award contracts to your business with no competition. Um, and I started out as an event planner, and I ended up attaching myself to a contract that was a part of that program, where I went through six companies before I decided I could cut out the middleman and start my own business. So in 96, I opened my first business. And the first year in business, I received my first million-dollar contract. The second year in business, I applied into the program and received my second $3 million contract. And I was able to really grow that business pretty quickly because I had studied all the companies that I'd gone through mm -hmm. and was able to grow it to close to $15 million in contract with close to 40 employees. And that's where the trouble began, Miss Serena. <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing. I couldn't even read a profit and loss statement. Mm -hmm. And I had two business partners, one who I just, I just call him crazy, who felt like that he could run his personal expenses through the business. And the last straw for me was a $3,000 customized tailored pinstripe suit with his initials going down the pinstripe. Oh, and I was like, you have lost your mind. <laughs> so I had my assistant to do an audit on his credit card. He then takes his business, I mean, uh, take my assistant in the elevator and threatens him. That's when I really began to understand what a CEO meant because mm -hmm. I had to make tough decisions. I ended up terminating him 
and he conspired with two employees to sue me and the other partner for sexual harassment. Wow. Um, two years of attorney fees. Um, and again, when you're getting sued, you don't expect that as a small business. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it would be over in three months. It was two years of my life. $125,000 in attorney fees, $100,000 to buy him out, and I just had no more operating cash and closed the business in 2005. And it really pushed me to my new passion because I realized no one was training small businesses on how to manage a business on that level. So mm -hmm. I volunteered for two years as a score counselor which was um, SBA's resource partner, and I'm very strategic. I ended up um, creating a government training program under the SCORE umbrella, ran out of money, um, strategically positioned myself to know all the players at SBA. So when an opening came up in Philadelphia, that's how I ended up in Philadelphia in 2008. Uh, and for me, that really was the missing piece working for SBA because um, everyone would come to SBA just as you did and would mm -hmm. be frustrated and not understanding the role of SBA. People think SBA is there to do all these things for you. That is not their role. <laughs> their role is to uh, manage the programs that are under their umbrella. And most of their workshops are information-based. You go there, you get a lot of information, it's great information, but then you leave and not know what to do with the information. Um, and my job at SBA, I serviced the businesses that was a part of the 8 day program, and that's how I, I met you. <laughs> Um, after four years in Philadelphia, I relocated to get closer to my home in North Carolina to here in Atlanta, Georgia. And that office was completely different than the one in Philadelphia. Um, the district director there, he understood it. He understood how the structure of SBA was really prohibiting um, small businesses to get the information because the government is siloed. You know what I mean by that, Serena? Please explain. Meaning the left hand don't talk to the other hand. Mm -hmm. Meaning in SBA, um, it was structured where you had divisions and no one crossed over the divisions. So while we was in Philadelphia, he saw that being an issue and he put us all on team. So we were really high performing in, in Philadelphia based on the team concept. Got it. Uh, and so it was so impactful that they changed the national goals based on what we were doing here. So when I got here to Atlanta, I thought it would be the same format. Everybody didn't adapt to what we were doing. And that became very frustrating on my part um, of trying to break down um, the infrastructure of people who have worked in that agency for 30 years. They were like, we're not going to change. <laughs> what we've been doing is fine. Um, so that gave me the incentive 
in the faith walk with God's voice saying, you're going to lead the government. He's like, no, you know they don't fire you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but his voice is so so loud. He mm -hmm. said, okay, you can sit there. I'm just going to make it so miserable so you're going to want to leave. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. So I took the leap of faith and I had $14,000 in my account, my retirement, because I, when I had to close the business, I had almost $400,000 of debt um, on my back, declared bankruptcy. And once I understood what that was, because a lot of times we're told bankruptcy, you're shamed, but mm -hmm. it's a vehicle. It was a vehicle. Um, and so when I left, and that's why I say, this has definitely been a journey with God. When I left SBA, um, I had the opportunity, while at SBA, I met with um, Bishop Eddie Long. Um, did not know who he was, didn't know he was a celebrity. Mm. <laughs> and when I left SBA, I went to him and said, I have this concept where I wanted to uh, train individuals and small businesses on how to get government contracts in 90 days. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm in. And he launched uh, my new business, GPI, in front of Marvin Sapp and Byron Cage on his mm -hmm. anniversary Sunday. Mm -hmm. I had 120 people to sign up. I had no website. I had just the idea. Listen. <laughs> I know that's I, well. I remember coming to speak. It, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Did I come? Was that the first yes. one? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Yes. Cassandra yes. and I came to that first one. Yes, you did. Yes, mm -hmm. you did. Um, and he opened up his door, allowed us to train for a year, gave us free uh, meeting space, and um, we've grown since then. That was in 2015. Mm hmm. So now I've transferred everything to an online platform. And since then, we've trained almost 800 people. Um, and we have people who are actually winning after the first eight weeks of the program. It is a 24-week program. And it's pretty comprehensive. No, it's extremely comprehensive, as it should be. It's so comprehensive with all I know about federal contract that I'm tempted to go through it again just to make sure I'm not missing something. <laughs> well, I think for me, uh, the missing piece was working on inside of SBA. Right. Because um, what I realized working at SBA and being a small business, no one was combining the two. Right, mm -hmm. right. <laughs> So I just created a lot of templates from that first business and kind of combined what SBA is looking for with running a business. And I will consistently say, unless you've worked inside of SBA, nobody understands their program. Right. I got the ch chance to study almost 45 businesses a year. That's the other thing. You don't get a chance to see anybody else's operations when you're running it by yourself. So I got to study people and I loved it. <laughs> right. 
And so basically, y'all, what she's saying is she's got some some inside knowledge and some things that make it um, easy for her to be able to communicate that stuff to other small business owners. And that that's that's a beautiful thing because there are so many so-called experts and we see them all the time. Mm-hmm. They started on Wednesday and they are expert status by Saturday and just, you know, very limited information, very limited experience. And the thing that I think sets um, Ms. Paula apart is the fact that one, her heart is to see businesses, our businesses, particularly in our community, but Mm -hmm. certainly um, small businesses grow and thrive, right? And not to see us start and fail, not see you just get it out of you and then lose it in five years, you you know, um, I think we have the, the 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 one thing in common, and of course, I'm learning. You know, I'm walking in 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 footsteps that she's you know already been in. I'm I'm coming behind. I'm coming up. <laughs> I'm up and coming still. Um, in many re- regards, you know, regarding the the business and stuff. And I mean, she she actually has a heart to see us succeed and build generational wealth. And it's oh, unfortunately it's rare. Um, it's rare to see. And so I've benefited so much, um, Ms. Paula, from just knowing you. And you've challenged me on multiple occasions. And in fact, uh, for those of you that don't know, you've heard me talk about the, the class that I'm, I've been doing, um, the, the federal contracting boot camps, the beta classes. And I will say this, I would not have done it. I would not have done it if uh, Ms. Paula didn't give me a good kick in the butt. I had many plans, a whole lot of things I was trying to do, about to do, going to do. Maybe I'm going to do this and do this and do that. And Ms. Paula corrected me and and she said in her very sweet voice, uh, (laughs) very sweetly, she says to me, Serena, my recommendation to you has been consistent. My conversation with you has been consistent this is the space you need to be in. So, and I'm thinking I'm coming with all my great grand ideas. And sure enough, um, you know, she reminded me of the superpowers that I already have. And it has been nothing but a blessing. So I am so grateful to be back in the federal space and having an opportunity to impact Mm -hmm. the amount of businesses that I've been able to impact over the last two months. Yes. Um, You know, and, and we get a chance to really, really give information from a whole different perspective and teach from a totally different Mm -hmm. perspective. And so I, I will always, um, I will always be pointing to you with that good. Thank you, Miss Paula. <laughs> well, I'm just glad to see you back on the saddle because I think that's been one of my gifts in seeing, I see things in others that they don't see in themselves. Mm-hmm. And I knew from the day that you met me, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this little girl's on fire. Let, let mm-hmm. me give and pour into her all that I can. Because mm-hmm. to me, understanding and mastering that 8A program, especially for our community, I understand the power of it, having grown up in, in, in D.C. 
Right. Up in D.C., there are 1,700 businesses that are part of that program. Mm. My mentor got into the program, and he sold his business for $27 million wow. after six years. And I was following him. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, and I understand that's the power of how we create generational wealth. Right. And what I also realize is that... Um, based on how we arrived here and our cultural differences, um, we don't know, understand how to work with each other. We don't understand how to trust each other. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's important that we understand collectively the power we can have. Right, right. Um, I, I look at you, I look at all these businesses. When I see... Um, 50 businesses that are training online with me, I see that as a $200 million contract. Right. If we mm -hmm. understand how to collaborate and understand we don't have to compete with each other anymore. Yeah. It's enough money out here for everyone. I'll consistently say that. Yeah, oh, more than enough. More than enough. And like you said, it's that, it's that understanding. Like once we come to that understanding, then that changes the game um, because you don't have to look at everybody as a competition. You know, this okay. is, I have to keep this over here. There's more than enough. Um, and for those of you that keep hearing, you know, a signal praises about this 8A program, it is, it, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is something that you should totally consider um, if you are in business. Now, the one thing about us when we um, enrolled in, in a applied rather for the 8A program, we were very well established on the commercial side, which I think is really important because you can get into that program too early and waste time and not know what you're doing for three years. And, you know, you only can be in it for nine. So you don't want to waste the first five years trying to figure out what is a business, <laughs> right? You know, you don't want to waste time, um, but you certainly want to educate yourself about the program and the, the, a great thing to do would be to educate yourself by, you know, going to sba.gov. That's what they're there for. Uh, or is it .org? .gov. SBA.gov. Um, SCORE is, I think, .org. But um, yes. SBA is sba.gov. You can look up the program and find out all about, you know, the, the things you need to qualify. But then your next step before you apply, before you do anything else, get in Ms. Paula's 24-week class. Mm -hmm. Do that, you know, so that you have a full understanding and after you get through that 24 week class you're gonna send you over to my boot camp where you That's need right. an inhaler to keep yes. up because we are going hard and fast Yes, 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 <laughs> and, yes. And and this is where you get, you know, you get the juice. Now you get the gasoline um over at my my class and, and now I, I told my my students uh, a, a parked car don't need gas. So mm -hmm. if you are parked, if the car is not started and you are not moving, I'm gas. You don't need gasoline if you are parked. Um, but, you know, we get an opportunity to bring these different elements. And um, like, like Paul, Ms. Paula said, you know, she started an event planning. So I know the question you might be asking yourself is, okay, so who can do business with the federal government? We can answer that with one word. <laughs> who can do business with the federal government, Ms. Paula? Er, everybody, as they say. <laughs> exactly. And Miss Paula, one more thing. What does the government buy? We can answer that with one word. 
Irving. Irving. <laughs> Irving. That's what they fly. And what does the federal government have plenty of, Miss Paula, in one word? Billions of dollars. Come on. Billions. Billions. They, they don't run out, y'all. They print more. I promise you they do. And and I think so what, what you want to do is just familiarize, familiarize yourself. You know, certainly if you're following me, then you'll learn about my programs. But GPI, you, you need to go there. GPI win. Right? Dot com. That's GPI, correct. GPI Guys. win. God's plan, I win. That's what I came up with the acronym. GPI Come win. <laughs> Come on. God's plan, I win. You see that, y'all? That This is where you want to go. So to educate yourself more about these kind of opportunities, that's where you want to go. And and I think, Miss um, Paula, I, I talked about this a little bit before we, we went live, but with all that is happening in our world right now, all that is happening even in our community, um, with the businesses that I get a chance to mentor, and you know, I meet with my, um, I have a, a private membership group um, that I meet with once a month. Actually, we meet twice a month, but we meet on the first Tuesday evening. And that group, we have a private Facebook group. We have trainings and things that happen in there, not just uh, federal contracting stuff, just businesses um, that need mentoring and a mastermind. And it has proven to be a safe place um, throughout this whole COVID-19. Like the, the women, and, and we have men in that group that are in that group are like, I don't know what I would have done during this shutdown without mm -hmm. this community. Mm -hmm. And we spoke on Tuesday and I was telling them how I was like, feel, you know, how I was really in my feelings. I mean, I was really, I've been really emotional um, with all the, and I I think everybody has with all that's been going on um, with our, um, you know, with the death of our dear brother, um, George Floyd, and, and just all that we've all that we've been through from 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 long ago until now you know um and just understanding that this is not a, a single incident that has caused the kind of uproar it ha it is we had like enough is enough type time and i talked to the um i talked to my students and this is what i wanted to um you know get your your take on i talked to um my my small business owners the members about our responsibility to um, respond rather than react, right? Because it's easy to react and you react out of emotion and it's just like, you know, you say things, you do things, you may even post things, you may, you know, just because you're hurt, because you're mad, because you're angry. But I had them take a step back and talk about how can we respond? Um, and I think um, when we start talking about, you know, economic injustice, and the fact that, you know, our, you know, our, our businesses and, you know, these things, we can respond in a certain way. And I believe part of my job, like it is part of yours, and we'll hear from you, but part of my job is to train the mess out of entrepreneurs in our community and help them to get those ideas out of their head and into their hands so that we can support them. Um, but that's a response, right? Because that's what, that's what I do. That's what come, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a trainer. I'm a, <laughs> I'm going, I'm a, I am a destroyer of comfort zones. Um, but that's me responding, me reacting would be me 
just posting random things, crying and screaming, and you know, that would be a reaction. So how do you think we respond in times like this when it comes to like what, what we do or what you do? What is your response? Keep working. Um, don't be distracted by the outside. And what I've said consistently, and that's why I'm passionate about what I do, we're tired of marching. Uh, we've got to get money back into the community. And government contracts is the only way I can see that we can change the community because I've created lots of millionaires through this process. And what I've asked them to do is two things. Once you finish the program and you start winning these million dollar contracts, you've got to sponsor people through the program and go back to a school in the hood and adopt it to make sure that those kids have the same computers, they have the same access as the rest of the world has. Um, I'm passionate about this. Mm -hmm. It's about generational wealth. And the only way that we can do this is collectively pulling our talent, skills, and resources together and stop being fooled with get, uh, getting a job, I mean, going to college, getting a job, and working for someone for 34 years. That's no security in that. There's no, no security. No, no, it, it, there isn't. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Was that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us and listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.